Hello and welcome to Process. My name is Justin DeRose, owner of the Productivity Guild. This week we're going to talk about the big rocks of life. Let's dive right into today's topic. I recently found myself in a little bit of a predicament. I was exhausted, anxious, and feeling quite overwhelmed. I was getting easily triggered, uh, feeling angry, and for those who know me, that's not normal. I'm a pretty even-keeled person and can keep uh, a pretty steady demeanor through just about any circumstance. But when I'm exhausted, obviously, that uh, tends to go away a little bit. For the last few months since becoming self-employed, I've been trying to find the right balance in my schedule. And frankly, it's been difficult for a variety of reasons. Combine that with a multitude of things that are in flux and that are changing uh, that started in the month of January this year, it's been quite a challenge to find that place of peace, so to say. So as a result, I recently spent half a day in reflection on that problem. And out of that time, I came to a conclusion. My life was largely misprioritized. I realized that my work and finances were elevated over all the other things in my life. So other things like personal care, my sleep, and relationships took a back seat. And due to my own state of being overwhelmed and exhausted, I knew that I couldn't continue down this path very much further. So now I'm on a journey to figure out how to get better. I want to take a little bit of time today to share with you some of the thoughts that I've had around this whole situation and some strategies that I'm trying to kind of bring myself out of it and move into something new. I will say up front here that I don't have all the answers. Some of the things that may work for me might not work for you. And frankly, some of these things 10 months down the road or a year down the road might not be working for me as well. This is part of the deal with this podcast. The whole reason I have the subtitle as making productivity personal is that I want to take a journey with you. I want to share these things in my life that may be of benefit to you. This is definitely something that I don't have figured out, but I want to be able to talk through it in this place because one, I know talking through it for me helps me get a better sense of what the answer may be. And two, you might be able to learn from what I've been processing through as well if this situation may be relevant to you right now, or even if there's something that you're like, eh, I don't really know if that works very well. Maybe you can take a, a page out of my book and do something better. In looking at my priorities, the number one thing that comes to mind is Stephen Covey and his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He talks about scheduling the big rocks first. This is an idea of basically make sure that you put your highest priority items on the schedule and then fill the rest in. He illustrates this very well. And if you've been around the productivity world or read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you may have heard this already. I'll iterate it just briefly here, but I'll also put a link in the show notes to an extended version of the story. Basically, the illustration goes like this. There's a jar, and in that jar, you can put a bunch of rocks. You can either put the small rocks in first in the sand and try to fill it up, but if you do that, 
the big rocks won't fit in at the end. But if you start with the big rocks and then put the progressively smaller rocks in, they'll largely fit. The whole premise of the illustration is to make sure that you're scheduling the most important things first, and then the rest will fall into line. I've known this principle, to be honest, for quite a while, but I haven't really needed to follow it religiously. But I think I need to figure it out now. I'm reading the book The Now Habit by Neil Fiore. It's a whole book basically dedicated to uh, strategies to help people get over procrastination. I do think there's a lot of interesting material in that book that's applicable to people in the productivity space in general, whether you're a procrastinator or not. When I'm looking at seven habits of highly effective people and scheduling the big rocks first, I'm making a connection to one of the tools in the now habit called the unschedule. The unschedule basically asks to start by filling your schedule out with guilt-free play. Then you have empty spaces in your schedule where you work. So guilt-free play is basically the things in your schedule that are rewarding for you to do. So for some people that might be playing video games or it might be going and playing a game of tennis, going for a run, uh, going out to eat with your family, something like that. And so you start off your schedule with those things. It's basically you're scheduling your margin in first, and then your work fills in the other way around. The, the premise behind the unscheduled, though, is to say, hey, you don't have 24 hours in a day to do something. You don't have a full week to, to get something done. You have these blocks of time, and so it basically creates a space where you have these rewards and then it draws you to want to get work done in the spaces that you have in your schedule because you're actually compressing the time that you have to get your work done. It's basically Parkinson's law where work expands to the time allotted to it. Well, if you allot a whole week to a piece of work, you'll take a whole week to get it done. But the unscheduled and also some of these other scheduling habits really actually help to compress the time that you have in order to be able to get work done in a smaller period of time. Play is a big piece of margin, and margin is the exact thing that I've realized that has been lacking in my life. And so play, like I said, can be anything from exercise or playing with my kids. And so what I'm looking at doing is to use these two strategies in combination, the big rocks and then this unschedule, to be able to schedule my priorities a little bit better. Okay, so let's dig in a little bit deeper. What is a big rock? Well, a big rock is anything that's a main priority in your life. This could be family time, a weekly cribbage game, a project, or a meeting. Selecting big rocks requires you to know what your priorities are. Each of us has a certain set of priority buckets in life. I like to reference back to Zig Ziglar's Wheel of Life. This is a diagram that Zig Ziglar used to help illustrate where areas of your life may need attention. There are a number of areas, and they are mental, spiritual, physical, family, financial, personal, and career. Mike Schmitz references a Wheel of Life uh, quite frequently, as do other folks in the productivity space. And the reason being is that it's a really good benchmark for areas of your life that need attention. 
So looking at the, the wheel of life in regards to my case, I was finding that the financial and career aspects of the wheel of life were getting overemphasized, and I wasn't emphasizing the energizing activities in the other areas of my life to help build margin. So in essence, my wheel was flat. When looking at the wheel of life and you're evaluating each one of those areas in your life, it then becomes a lot easier to define what your priorities are. You look for the areas that need the most attention, and then from there, you can start to set goals in those areas to start to build them up in your life again. So my whole thing here is that I'm just looking to build margin in those areas, margin with my family, margin in my physical health, margin in my personal life, basically by saying I'm going to pour into myself more than I've been pouring into my work and into my finances. And as a result, I'm planning and betting that those other areas will be benefited as well. So after defining what these areas of priorities are, how do you schedule them? There's a few different ways that you can take. Obviously, there's just the simple, I'm going to block out some time on my calendar. You can take it another level and do something like hyper-scheduling, which is taking every hour of the day and making sure that it has some sort of thing attached to it. So you can say from 7 to 8, you're getting ready. From 8 to noon, you're doing work. From noon to 1, you are having lunch. From you know 1 to 2 o'clock, you have a meeting, so on and so forth. And then you're actually starting from the place of saying, okay, what are my priorities? And let me block those in first and then fill in the rest of the day from there. We also talked about the unschedule already. You could take the unschedule approach and say, I'm going to block in all of my time during the week that is my playtime, my non-work time, my time for these priorities. And then I'm just going to let the other time ride, but that'll be the time where I'll get my work done. I'll do other things as well. That way you are not overloading yourself with hyper-scheduling because that can be overwhelming for some people, myself included. But you're also saying that you're committing to something on the calendar as well. The other big way that you can schedule big rocks is by using your routines. So like your morning routine or your evening routine and making sure that you're getting even a little bit of time to work on those areas. So say you're, one of your priorities is to write. Well, you can work it into your daily routine to get up at five o'clock in the morning to write. There's lots of different ways to handle this, and obviously not all of them are going to work for you, but you can definitely pick one or two and try it out. And if that doesn't work, you can try something else. That's the beauty of these productivity systems is there's so many different ways to approach these problems, but you can try to figure out what works best for you. So how am I handling this situation? I want to make sure that I'm not compromising on my family time, making sure that I schedule fun, and making sure that I get enough time to sleep, eat well, and have some physical activity. So those things are going to get scheduled into my day. Now, my schedule is a little bit variable, and so I can't necessarily say every Friday at 2 o'clock I'm going to have a fun time, and every Wednesday at noon I'm going to take a run or something like that. Uh, it just doesn't work. So the way that I'm handling it is that I'm looking at every single day and every single week individually. And at the beginning of the week, I'm going to try to plan out those few items into my calendar. 
And then from there, try to commit to that as best as I can. Ultimately, these things come first, and then my work is to fit around it. Dealing with priorities can be difficult, and especially so if you're a person who tends to oblige other people. While there can be instances where priority shifts take place because we have extenuating circumstances in our lives, such as an illness or a situation in our family or we've lost our job, whatever that is, those things can provide external pressure for us to make changes in our priorities. But that's never really the situation that we want to be in. The better situation is to be proactive. And proactivity is difficult when you try to rely on outside pressure to make you to make changes. John Maxwell talks about that people will tend to make change when it hurts more to stay where you are than it is to make the change. And frankly, sometimes it it just takes a little bit of thinking about the outcome that you want in your life to be able to make the right changes. So for example, I've been exhausted. I've been tired. Well, I know that down the road, continuing down that path will mean I'm not available as well for my family because I'm exhausted. I am not going to be as productive at the work that I'm doing because I am focusing on other things and anxious and stressed. And so when I look down the road a little ways, it makes it a lot easier for me to make proactive changes ahead of time. So instead of waiting for a nervous breakdown, I'm trying to make a change ahead of the fact so that I avoid it. Like I said, it's not always easy to make those kinds of changes, but often they're very necessary. Keeping the first things first is the very hardest thing to do, but it's the most important. Well, that's all for this time. If you want to join in on the discussion for this episode, or you want to connect with others who are in the process of becoming better on their productivity journey, head over to the Productivity Guild at productivityguild.com or... If you want to support this podcast and get access to video modules, productivity courses, and more, consider signing up for a pro membership at the Productivity Guild for just $10 a month. Lastly, if you like this show, rate us on iTunes or recommend us in Overcast. I'm Justin DeRose, and join me next time on Process. Process.